Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Red and Chest with Anna. I'm your host, Ananda Cash. I haven't said that last part in a while in my intro, but I am back. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> okay, um, I'm back. Um, so yeah, so it has been a minute since I posted a podcast episode, and I want to do things differently with this new season. I don't remember explain if I explained why I'm doing a new season for this, because like my first, my podcast, I basically do new seasons for fresh starts. My first podcast season, I think it had like six episodes, and then I just went on to a new season because I wanted to do different i want to be different with my podcast because at first i thought i was gonna have a co-host but then i did for a little bit but then we parted ways and then i went back to just being on my own again and then with the direction that my podcast was going in with stuff that's going on in my life i didn't know what i wanted to do with the podcast anymore so it's kind of at a loss but then now i'm like okay season three i wanted to like go back to doing podcasting but i didn't want to do it in the same second season i want a fresh start but then i was like i only have nine episodes in this season like, I didn't even hit 10 episodes. Oh, maybe I did hit 10 episodes. Like, I don't have that many seasons to start a new episodes, um, to start a new season. But I was like, no. If I want to start a new season, I should. It's my podcast. I do what I want. So, I, I started a new season. And I posted, I think, a week ago, a week or two ago. By the time this is posted, probably like two, three weeks ago. But, yeah. So, now that's why I have a new season. And this is why I'm be doing things different. I... I'm talking a little bit too much for what I'm trying to do. But basically, I'm going to do... I'm going to structure my podcast differently. They're going to be 30 to 45 minutes. Because listening to myself talk for an hour, as much as I love recording, listening, and editing this podcast, it gets too much. I'm just like, oh, this is so boring hearing myself talk. And I feel like maybe it's because I'm not interesting. But like, I like making podcasts. I like talking. But I'm like... Do I like hearing myself talk? Not so much sometimes. <laughs> like if I'm talking with someone else, like when I had a co-host, I enjoyed the podcast because I was listening. I was listening to a conversation, not to just me talking about my thoughts that I talk to myself about all the time anyway. So, you know, it, like for all that, I could just talk to myself with no one around, which I already do. So I'm like, why would I put that in a podcast episode? So, you know, so I'm going to keep my episodes short and try to not edit them as much as possible so that way I can just upload the podcast without having to listen to it for so long so with that being said today's episode we are going to be doing something different so we are going to be doing i'm going to be taking a personality test um the test is 16personalities.com that's a website that i'm using and i believe i've taken this test before and i believe i'm like one of the rare personality types but then apparently a lot of people get that that they're the rare ones so it's like is it really that rare if like a lot of people are still getting it but who knows I think it's rare throughout the world, but I'm not so sure. So, if you can hear something, like, rattling, it's either my laptop, like, my desk, or it's just me being an idiot and touching the mic when I know that the microphone is sensitive and you can hear all the sounds. But, yeah, so I'm going to be taking a personality test, and if you want to take the test with me, it is 16personalities.com. So, I'll give you a few seconds to, you know, typey, type, type. Or you can just pause the, pers- the, the podcast episode and then get to it and then press play so that you can take the test with me. So I'll just like, I'll get you a few seconds, you know, five seconds, five, four, two, one, okay. Um, hmm. I'm sorry if you can hear the airplane in the background. Is I think there's an airport nearby me, where I live. I, I think so, I'm not sure. Anyway, so I'm taking this personality test and I'm going to read the questions and give my opinions about the answers, but I'm going to keep it short. The test should only take 10 minutes, so that's perfect for this podcast. I'm trying to make it no more than 45 minutes. So let's get into it. So 
It's so incredible to finally be understood. Take a personality test. A get, a get a freakishly accurate description of who you are and why you do things the way you do. Now, I would not lie. When I'm taking this test before and I looked at my results, I was like, yo, it is freakishly accurate. I'm like, why do you know me more than I know myself? Get out of my head, please. Okay, so I'm going to take the test. I'm excited. Okay, so, um, what? Okay, leave me alone. Okay, so. The first question is, and basically this test is like, um, like agree. It has like three. It has like seven circles, three green circles, three red, three purple circles, and one middle one. So it's like, like slightly agree, moderately agree, and like strongly agree, whatever. So yeah. So, mm, so the first one is, you regularly make new friends. Regularly, I don't know. I feel like when I was, uh I like making friends. Like, I like the idea of making friends. I get really anxious around strangers and want to flee the scene when I'm around people that I don't know. And then with crowds of people, I literally, like, am in panic mode in my head. So, I'm going to say agree. Make new friends. Right? The season in my life right now, I literally am an online grad student. But I did make a... I made a friend. I made a, I made a friend with my classmates. So, I would say... I would say, like, in, like, the second agree, like, the second bubble of agree. So, you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that petique your interests. Petique? I don't even know what petique means. Um, you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics. Mm, I will, I'm going to be in the middle because I don't really think, I don't think that a lot of my free time, Mm, I kind of disagree with that. Not a lot of my free time. I know that like sometimes I randomly get into different things. Like at one point I was getting into crocheting a lot. Well, that was because my roommate from last year was into crocheting a lot. And then I was like, oh, let me see if I could get into crocheting too. I still do like crocheting. I haven't done it in a while because I haven't had the time. And then when I do have the time, I just want to be a couch potato. So I'm not, I'm going to just put the little neutral thing because I don't really know. So seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. Mm, I feel like at first it was kind of no, but now I'm like, a, it depends on who's crying. Like, if it's a, like a family member or like a close friend of mine crying for like a sad reason, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna cry because it's like, I'm always seeing people that I care about cry. It really breaks my heart. But if it's like, if it's like, um, like if it's like for something sad, I would say yes. This mic is so loud. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, if it's for, like, a sad... I would say agree. Like, the second agree bubble. I'll do that. Okay. So, you often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Mm. Hmm. I feel a backup plan for the backup plan. So, you have three different plans. I think... Actually, yeah, I do. Because I know for when I was... Um, when, I had, when I was on campus for college and we had to make our schedules for classes, I had, like, seven different plans. So, yeah, I would definitely agree to that one. You usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure. Calm, mm, I would say physically it looks like I'm calm, but at the same time, I don't know what calm really is because do you mean like I can like be calm in a sense of like I look calm, like cool and collective and like I can speak and like talk to people because I can look calm but I also been told that when I am in fight or flight mode, I look like a deer in headlights and I just freeze. So I've seen that happen more with me. Like whenever like something, if I'm like really, really anxious, I just freeze. 
Like, I just, I panic, and instead of, like, like, in my head, I'm screaming like a banshee because I'm just so panicked and confused at what's going on. But physically, I just either freeze or I'm just, like, my eyes are just wide open. Like, okay, this is happening. Okay, this is happening. Like, when I was going through TSA, when I went on a family trip, bruh, I was just like, okay, this is a lot of people. Okay, all right. In my head, I was just like, ah. I didn't want to scream too loud because, you know, you guys are listening to the podcast. But um, I would say I'm going to be a neutral. Because I'm being neutral. Okay. So, at social events, you really try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the only to the ones you already know. That is 100% accurate. I don't talk to any... I, I feel like now, I might talk to, like, one new person. But I feel like overall, I, I'm like, who am I? Like, I know there was a party that I went to this year during the summer. And it was someone's 22nd birthday. And I was invited... But I was like, I'm only going to go with people that I know are going. And I go with them. Because I would have been too... Like, if I would have went by myself and I knew no one at the party, I would have just sat at a corner by myself the whole time. Like, I know that for a fact. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that 100%. All right, so I did 10% of the test. Okay, we're going good, I guess. Okay, you prefer to complete to completely finish one project before starting another. Um, hmm... I kind of agree, kind of disagree. I feel like I'm, I think I might a little bit disagree with this one because I know with like writing wise, like I have a, I always like, sometimes whenever I'm just like walking or like if I'm watching something, I can have a new idea pop up in my head and then I'll write it down. I have like minimum 20 story ideas. And then sometimes if I'm in a certain, like if something's happening to me and I'm in a certain mood about like, like a certain emotion is like really high, like I'm feeling it really strongly. I want to write a book about what I'm going through and then I want to start it but then sometimes I will start it and then sometimes I won't so I feel like I'm gonna say I disagree the reason why I say disagree I like the first like slightly disagree because um with writing I can I feel like I want to start three, diff- three different stories at the same time but I don't prefer I actually mm, prefer I think I do prefer yeah yeah i think so actually i do i agree i do prefer to finish one before the other because whenever i like i have a have a habit where it's like if i'm editing a video i need to finish the rough cut first before i like try to go eat food or something and i know it's not really that that good because you can edit a rough cut for hours but i'm like i need because i'm like if i take a break and eat i'm not gonna finish this work or it, it just feels weird anyway um you are very sentimental I will, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a sentimental person. I mean, yes and no. I mean, like, my love for Harry Potter is sentimental because it's attached to good memories of my childhood. But other than that, I mean, I'll, I'll put neutral. I'm not really sure. You like to use organizing tools like schedules and lists. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I schedule my life like there's no tomorrow. I love plan. I literally have two different calendars and a bulletin—not a bulletin board, but it's a, a um, a cork board I think in my room. Like I have a cork board on my wall that plans my days of the week, like like my to-do list for the week, and then I also have a, another column for my YouTube video ideas and my podcast episode ideas. And I have a regular, I have a calendar for where I do my content calendar, where I say what it is I'm gonna film. What it is I'm going to edit? What it is I'm going to post my content? And then a regular calendar just because it's an office calendar. It's a calendar from the office. 
and I saw it last year at Rite Aid, and I was like, I can't leave this store without it. So I bought it. It was an impulse buy, and it was the best $8 for a calendar I ever spent in my entire life. It was either $8 or $15. One of the others, but I do not regret buying that calendar. And I'm actually really sad because it's December, and it's the last month of this calendar. And I'm thinking about either buying an office calendar or a Criminal Minds calendar. Because I want to see a, a specific person in Criminal Minds in that calendar, but we're not going to get into that. But I'm, I'm, I might buy a new office calendar because I really do like the one that I have. Like every month it brought me joy just looking at The Office because The Office is my favorite show. It's a comfort show for sure. Like if I'm like going through an episode, I could watch that show and then be happy. Like at least like in that moment, like boost my spirits, you know? So um, I will basically the whole point definitely agree. Anyway, even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. <laughs> okay. All right, um, that, I felt that came from my neck. Okay, um, I'm gonna say agree because, and just move on. Uh, anyway, you feel comfortable just walking up to someone, someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Definitely not. I literally, if I look at someone, I would want them to read my mind saying, come to and talk to me. I can, I can do that on a DM. Like if it's online and I could text them, oh yeah, I'll make the first move for sure. But if it's in person, I flee the scene. I'm too anxious to do that. Okay, um, not for long. No, um, you are not interested. You are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analysis of creative works. Mm, I would disagree with that because I'm literally trying to be a professor in creative writing, and like one of the things I really love about literature is how you can analyze things. Now here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a difference between analyzing a book, like like. Um, reading a book and being loving analyzing it and then hearing people's interpretations of like oh the word the the oh my gosh it's so symbolic for this and this it's like sometimes some people read into things that don't exist like it like no but now that i'm in my linguistics class i actually do understand like it's deeper than it like sometimes it is deeper than it looks but sometimes it's not that deep it really isn't that deep sometimes and i feel like a lot of people think they're trying to be intelligent they're trying to sound smart by being deep but the deepness isn't even valid. It's like, oh, no, that's not what they meant, but good try, you know? But I'm going to just say I'm in the middle because I feel like it depends on what type of analysis. I'm going to say I slightly disagree, but, yeah, I move on. Okay, 20% done. You are more inclined to follow your head than your heart. Mm. Um, mm, I don't know. I think I'm going to be neutral with that because I know, like, mm, my head, then my heart, like, my thoughts. Mm, I think it depends. I'm going to be neutral because I don't really know. Like, if it's, like, a mental health thing, then, like, yeah, I follow my head more than my heart. But, like, if it's, like, aspirations in life, like, oh, I know that, like, being a finance major making more money but i was like there's no way i can do that i was gonna be a finance major actually but then i would have had to, i was gonna double major in finance and creative writing but then they was like oh that'll take five years and i was like yeah no hard pass never mind and i didn't even do a minor so anyway um usually prefer you usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine mm, no because Usually, if I don't have a plan for the day, I feel lost and cluttered and flustered, and then I do nothing because I don't know what to do, and then I'm like, oh, I wish I would have made a routine. So I strongly disagree with that because I need to plan my day out to like feel productive. 
You rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on people you meet. I don't agree with that. I rarely worry about... Worrying is like second nature to me that I gotta that I will overcome but I strongly disagree with that because the way how my mom be working when I'm in public it is I'll be your ex games mode with the worrying um you enjoy participating in group activities mm, no. I'm for neutral because I don't it depends on what the group activity is you like books and movies that make you come up with your own interpretation of the ending of the ending that's i don't really agree uh, i don't mind that i'll put slightly agree because i don't i don't mind those type of endings but i like to just see what the ending is your happiness comes more from helping others accomplish things in your own accomplishments mm. comes more from helping others and this is that's like a catch-22 because i feel like the accomplishments that I want to achieve, I want to achieve being a successful novelist and I want my novels to help others. So it was like me seeing that I'm helping others does bring me joy, but also seeing people enjoy my writing brings me joy too. I'm going to put neutral because I feel like it, it, it could be a yes or no thing at the same time. You are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. I think that's true because there's a lot of, I have a lot of like, um, pat, like hobbies and all the passions like i'm passionate definitely about writing and filmmaking but then sometimes i'm like okay what job do i want though like i want a job i want to work in the film industry because it can combine both my love for writing and film i could be a screenwriter and then on set i could be a script supervisor or a director for my own film one day and but then i also have like other hobbies so like i like to read i like to crochet i like to write clearly and then i like to plan out life and i, I like doing a lot of things so i think I think, yeah, I will I'll put, like, slightly agree with that. You are prone to worrying that things will take a turn for the worse. I, th uh, I, th I would say slightly agree, but, like, mm, I don't think I'm worrying, like, about what... I think I, I do have a ton of what-ifs, but it's, like, I don't know. I'm going to say slightly agree, or should I be new? Yeah, I'll say slightly agree. Okay, you avoid leadership roles in group settings. Mm, I actually don't agree with that a little bit because I know what's depending on like what it is. I feel like sometimes I do want to be the leader just to like be in, to make sure it gets like to be in control of the situation to make sure it gets done. But I know like with my film class, a film class that I was my digital storytelling class I took my junior year of high of college. Um, my first, my, my fall semester junior year of college, um, I was in this class and I was in this, we had to do group, uh, um, projects. And then whenever we had to do like, whenever they was like, oh, like we had to write our scripts. I always was like, let me do it. Like, I'll just do the writing myself because that's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to contribute to the group. And then they can do whatever else they want to do. But yeah, I mean, it helped me because I got bonus points because I was the only one that wrote the script. But yeah, um. I'm going to just say I slightly, I would just say I slightly disagree because I feel like it depends on, actually I'm being neutral, I'm being neutral because it depends on what the, what the group setting is. You are definitely not an artistic type of person. Uh, I'm not artistic, hello? I'm trying to be a writer and a filmmaker. No, I'm not trying, I'm going to be a, a writer, I'm going to be a successful writer and a filmmaker. So definitely disagree with that, 100%. You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on their feelings? Mm, no. 
I don't agree with that at all. Highly disagree. Um, you prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. Mm, it depends on what the chore is. Because sometimes a chore can be really hectic to where, like, if I need to, like, eat before I do a chore, that is kind of relaxing. But at the same time, I'm being neutral about it. Because I feel like it depends on what it is. Like, I can't just be, like, a yes or no. Okay, 40%. You enjoy watching people argue. Mm, no. There's a difference between arguing and debating. Like, if you... I love a good debate. Like, it could be interesting debate. But argue... Because arguing is not debating. Arguing is, like, putting the blame on someone else. And, like, it can get nasty. And, no. I don't like seeing people argue. It's nasty. You tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. Yes! Oh, my gosh. The way how I was quick to be like, yes. I hate attention on me. I hate it. Like, I... It's, it's kind of ironic. Because it's like, I'm trying to be a... Not trying to be. I'm being a YouTuber and a successful writer, and a filmmaker, that's gonna draw attention to me, but, like, I like that type of attention, because it's, like, I can't make a YouTube video, I'm in my room, whenever I film my videos, or make my podcast, I'm in the house by myself, no one can hear me, no one can see me, so, yes, I do want my podcast and YouTube videos to thrive and succeed, meaning I'll have attention on me, but that's attention on me that I can't, I can't see people's eyes on me, but when I'm in a room of people, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, like, I, like, this is so cool of you. Like, when people's attention is on me, I'm I'm ready to flee the scene. So, anyway. Your mood can change very quickly. Mm, I think that is true, but I'm working on it. Like, if someone says something that will, that will, like, take, like, if certain people push buttons and I'm very quick to be like, oh, I was in a good mood, but now I, like, I'm ready to fist fight someone. So, I will say slightly agree. I will say agree. But I am working on it. Like, I think it's not as bad as before, but, like, it definitely was bad when I was younger. So, you lose patience with people who are not as efficient as you. Mm, not really. I think I, I think I have a decent enough of patience. I know sometimes, like, I just, like, can have outbursts. But that's not because I'm not impatient. I think, I, I, I don't, I think I'm slightly disagree. I, I have a little bit of patience with people. Because it depends on why they're not efficient in it. So... You often end up doing things at the last possible moment. I don't agree with that. I feel like I try. I mean, that's kind of sound like procrastination. Where as like I know, like example for like my discussion posts for my class, for my grad class. Um, I do them on Thursdays when they're due because I feel the pressure to do it on that day. But also, it's because because it's due on Thursday, people often answer, and then this way I could do my discussion posts and replies at the same time instead of doing my discussion post and days later doing my replies, I do the day that do so I can do both at the same time and get it over with. So, I'm gonna be neutral about that. Cause sometimes I procrastinate because I'm just like, the thought of doing that chore or doing that activity brings me so much stress and pain mentally that I'm just like, I can't do that. And then I do it at the last minute because I'm like, well, I, I have to do it now. So I don't know, I'm being neutral about it. But anyway, you always, you have always been fascinated by the question of what if anything happens after death. Mm. Well, I mean, because I'm a Christian, I already know what happens after death. So I'm going to just say I've always... I mean, when I was younger, I used to be terrified of death. Um, I used to be terrified of death because I was like, oh my gosh, what happens? Oh my gosh, what was that? <laughs> I'd be like, oh my gosh, what happens when I die? Yo! Oh my god, that scared the crap out of me. I think that was the people at the construction upstairs, but... Oh no, my picture fell. Damn. I knew that was going to fall. It was slipping off. Oh, my avocado. 
I have a I have paintings on my wall, and they fell. Okay, I'm on 23 minutes. I need to finish this thing. Damn, that's so upsetting. It fell. I need to put a different tape on it then. Oh well. Okay. Um, you have always been fascinated by the question. I'm gonna say no. Like now, no. I'm gonna just say sorry. It's agree. Cause. Um. Okay. Halfway done. You usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. Yes. Because in public, yeah. Cause I I hate being by myself. Um. You become bored or lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical. Theoretical. Hmm. It depends on what the theory is. I must just be neutral. You find it easy to empathize with a person whose experiences are very different from yours. I, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Unless it's like a racist or something, then that's like kind of different. But I would say agree. Because I, I try to be empathetic. Because I, I try to be empathetic with people as much as possible. Because I know I would want people to like try to sympathize, empathize with my feelings whenever I'm going through something. So, yeah. You usually postpone finalizing decisions for as long as possible. I think that's true because I hate, like, I'm thinking of, like, when I try to order food. Oh, my gosh, you do not understand. Ordering food is such a hard decision because I'll look at the menu for, like, t I can't be the first one ordering food. Like, they could be, the waiter could be directly looking at me, being like, okay, and look at me to go first, and I won't. I won't speak. <laughs> like, I've done that before because I'm, like, I can't be the first person to talk. Cause, like, now pe my friends know that, like, I, it depends. Like, if, if I'm around people that know that, like, I get like that, like, my college friends, they, they've seen, they've seen all, they've seen it all. Like, they've seen my embarrassing moments in the sense of, like, I just panic and I just freeze up. And then they're, like, they'll order their food. And then they, they're aware of it, so they, like, they'll order first. But if I'm around other people that are just like me in that aspect, I feel, like, when I'm around people that are like me or that are worse than me, I feel like I can be the more extroverted person in a way. Like, when I'm doing it for other people, it's fine, but doing it for myself is like, ah! So, I would say agree in the aspect of, like, thinking about food. You really second guess the choices that you have made. No, that's not true. Really second guess? No. I would say slightly disagree because I do be having doubts. I do be doubting. After a long and exhausting week, a living, a lively social event is just what you need. Mm, yeah, I, 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 a long, exhausting week. I feel like I could thrive off of a social event. Like, like, let's say, like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to get into how last week was. Last week was not great. Um, I had so much work to do for my home, for my class last week. Um... And it was not fun to deal with. So, I'm still thinking about that picture that fell. I'm so upset that it fell. Not upset, but I'm just sad. I'm like, damn, this is, this is, I think that's the second time it fell. And then, like, a part of the canvas kind of came off. I'm getting off topic. Um, I'm going to just say I slightly agree. Because I feel like, yeah, but I could also just be a couch potato. You enjoy going to art museums. I agree. Because I know I want to go to the MoMA with my friend, with my friend Jess. She has a pass to go, and she could like, take someone for free, and I want to go with her. So we're going to go eventually, but I have a good art museum. You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. I don't agree with that. I definitely do understand people's feelings, because I know I want people to understand mine, so I do my best to understand theirs. You like to have a to-do list for each day. Yes. Agree. Extremely agree. You really feel insecure. Ah! I wish. I'm going to say slightly disagree. Because I'm, I'm not as insecure as I used to be. But in high school, dear God, if you saw my thoughts, you would be like, you need deliverance. <laughs> um, you avoid making phone calls. <laughs> I 
I literally was just was I not just talking about how I hate phone calls and this oh my gosh anyway I'm gonna just say agree I hate making phone calls because I hate the awkward pauses that happen when you're not speaking because when you're on the phone you have to speak in the moment and if I have to think about what I say 90% of the time because if I don't think about what I'm gonna say and I know I'm gonna say like literally if I'm trying to make an appointment for something I practice and rehearse what I'm saying before I say it and then if something goes off course I'm like oh people have witnessed this happen like when I try to I tried to order food with my friend, um, with my roommate last year, and her phone wasn't working, so we had to use mine. And then we were ordering our food, and then I was like, um, hi, uh, can, can I get it? Can I order a takeout, a, a, a delivery? And then, like, yeah, and I was like, okay, um, can I, can I get, uh, and then I said my order, and then I said hers. And my roommate was just looking at me like, oh my gosh. And then I hung up the phone, and I was just like, I just was like panicking. <laughs> And she was like, I'll make the call next time. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> it was so bad. And I uh, I just hate phone calls. Like, the only person I can make a phone call with is my mom. Because, like, if there's a, if there's a pause, there's a pause. Or, like, there's always something to talk about. And I think more now with um, my two best friends. And actually with all my best friends. I mean, I don't feel as much pressure to, like, speak when there's an awkward pause. Because I'm like, when there's an awkward pause, I'm like, oh, I should say something. Oh, my goodness, this pause is going on for so long. Oh, my goodness, is it because of me? Like, my mind is going a thousand miles a minute, and it's not a, it's not fun. So that's why I hate phone calls. But anyway, next thing. You often spend a lot of time trying to understand views that are very different from your own. I don't spend a lot of time on it. I would say slightly disagree. I don't spend a ton of time trying to analyze it, but I do take some time, so... In your social, in your social, can I read? In your social circle, you are often the one who contacts friends and inter- in- initiates activities. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely. It depends on what friend group it is, but like with mo- with some friend groups, for, yeah, yeah. If your plans are interrupted, your top priority is to get back on track as soon as possible. Mm, my top priority is to cry about it and then get back on track. <laughs> I'm gonna be neutral about this because I feel like yeah after I like have a whole it depends on what it, it depends on what happened um, it depends on like if it's like plans in the sense of like like going out or plans for like my future I think that depends you are still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago mm. I feel like kind of mm. bothered by mistakes I made mm. The mis- I'm not bothered by my own mistakes. It's the mistakes of others because they've caused me pain. Um, I would say my own mistakes personally. I think there's like one mistake that I look back on. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a troubling time in my life. Um, but my own mistakes, I would say, I'm be neutral. I'm no, not my own mistakes. Like, no, I'm be neutral. No, I'm disagree. Okay, slightly disagree. You really contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Yeah, I do really because I know the meaning. Because again, I'm a Christian, so I don't have to like be like, "What's the reason for my existence?" I'm just yeah, I don't have to. I don't have that. I've never had that existential crisis. I had that crisis about death, but now that I'm a Christian, I know, so I don't have that anymore. Your emotion, your emotion, what? Your emotions control you more than you control them. Mm. I would, I honestly, I would say, I would have to say agree, but I am working on it because, well, mental health wise, yes, my do, my emotions do control me more than I control them, but 
I am learning how to control them more, though. Like, I'm... Uh, ah. Oh, my gosh. I just... I'm so sorry. Um, I can't disagree with that, because that would be lying. I'm going to say I agree. I would just say agree, instead of, like, strongly agree, you know? You take great care not to make people look bad, even when it's completely their fault. Yeah. Because if I'm explaining, like... If I'm explaining to like a, a a person, like if I'm explaining to one person what someone else did that really hurt me, and then they're like, "Oh, they're a bad person for that," and I'm like, "Well, no, not really." Like, I don't, I don't want them to look. I don't want them to think of them as a bad person because it's like, just because you do bad things, good people do bad things because we're complex human beings and we're imperfect. So that's just in our nature to make mistakes, and some mistakes that some people make hurt people severely. And then you just talk about it. But, like, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. So I don't want them thinking that because they made a mistake that they're a bad person. They're just, what they did was bad, but that doesn't make, that doesn't identify who they are as a person. So I do take great care. I do agree with that. Um, 8%. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts. Mm, mm, mm. With YouTube, I think it's, like, outbursts a little bit. Because I'm like, I'm so passionate about like making videos. I have like 20 video ideas and then I plan a month of video ideas and then I fall off for one video and I don't post for two months. So I'm going to say disagree though because I do like to organize. I'm going to be neutral. Yeah. When someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it will take them to feel disappointed in you. Oh my gosh, that was deep. I don't think I know. It depends on with certain people. See, the thing with this is, I feel like I have felt this way, but it's with certain people based on actions that they've done to show that, like, if they're talking about highly of me now, it's only because of one specific thing I did or, like, it's not going to last for long. So, I feel like this isn't, like, because of me. It's because of their actions that made me believe this thing. So, um... But also, it was just like before, I would be like, oh, if someone thinks highly of me or they praise me, I think, oh, they're lying. They don't really mean that. <laughs> um, not that, I don't think that way anymore, but that's how I used to think. But um, I'm going to say, I'm going to be neutral about it because I don't really think. I'm going I'm to slightly disagree, actually. You will love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Well, the, uh, me being a writer does, it, being a writer is a lot of alone time. But I also want to be a professor for creative writing, which requires me to be in front of a class of people. And then I want to, and I'm being a YouTuber, which also, you can be alone with the videos. I feel most comfortable filming by myself because filming in front of other people makes me anxious. But I'm going to just be, I'm going to say I slightly agree because my, the, the careers I want do require a level. I don't, I don't love, a, actually no, I'm being neutral. I don't love a job that would do that, but I just want my, the jobs that I want entail that that's not why i want the jobs though you believe that pondering abstract philosophical questions is a waste of time hmm i think it depends i'm being neutral on that one because i don't really know i don't know how i feel about that you feel more drawn to places with busy bustling atmospheres and quiet intimate places like i think location wise like city versus country yeah because i love new york city like i wanted to either move to la for the film industry or like be here, but now that like I've lived, I've never been to LA before. I do still want to visit there, but I think um, I love. I would love to like. I would love to like. I wouldn't mind living in LA for a few years, but I know I wouldn't want to like 
raise a family there. I like I would want to raise a family in New York City. Like I love I love New York City more than LA. I've never been to LA, but I love New York City more. There's so much to do, and people that have been to LA and New York City say New York City is better. So I'm chilling here. So yeah, I will say I definitely agree because I love being in the city. You know, at first glance, how someone is feeling. Mm, I actually disagree because sometimes, yeah, I would disagree with that a little bit because I'm a little bit oblivious because I be in tunnel vision, bro. Sometimes, so you often feel overwhelmed. Damn. <laughs> um, it depends on the day. <laughs> I'm gonna just say agree and, and keep moving. Um, you complete things. Med. Jesus. You complete things. M- method. Method. Oh. Gosh, I'm an English major that can't read. You complete things methodically without skipping over any steps. I'm going to just be neutral because I don't really... I feel like I, I do and I do at the same time. You're very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. Mm, that's interesting. I do know that like with my writing, I want to touch on like topics about Christianity that people don't talk about. Because like, this is a, a tangent, but... Whenever I watch Christian movies, they're, like, 90% boring, in my personal opinion. Because it's, like, they don't really get... I don't relate to them. Like, yes, it's a happy movie. It's, it's a nice, inspirational movie. But it's, like, it's not hitting the the serious parts that happen. Because, like, it makes Christianity look cookie-cut and, like, oh, everything's so peaceful. Like, like there's one movie that I watched about, like, a girl that, like, wanted to be a, a, a track star. A track... Being tracked, but she had asthma. She had to overcome that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a health condition, you know, you overcome because, you know, like, you, she ended up winning or, like, getting a high place in the in the race, and people doubted her, it was like, oh, you have asthma, you can't be a, a track runner, and then she ended up being a track runner, but I'm like, that's it, <laughs> I was just like, uh, okay, you know, like, I feel like getting into, like, more controversial things in the sense of, like, mental health and, like, talking about, like, people's, like, purity and, like, all, like, all that stuff, like, talking about, like, sex with Christianity, like, like, the, but I think with with Christianity talking, being open about it, I think that is a little intriguing because like I want to touch on those topics in my writing. But like, I don't know. Other than that, I really don't. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just be neutral. I would say slightly agree. Actually, I slightly agree with that. You would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed more. Mm, needed more? I don't know. I feel like. I feel like if it was someone that I knew, maybe I'd be more inclined to do so, but I don't know. Because I do know I, like, my high school, my senior high school, I was salutatorian, but I was ready to, like, take it, like, to step down from it because the way how they treated my best friend with her being valedictorian, they didn't treat her right. So I didn't like that. And I was like, if they could treat her like that, imagine how they could treat me. And I was ready to step down, but then my friend told me, like, I was ready to step down. People were supporting me, but then they were like, my friend told me that, like, she appreciated that I was going to do that because I was being loyal to her. I was like, that's so messed up. Like, I was I was really mad. But I'm not going to get into that. But she was like, I, I really love that you do that for me because she's my best friend. Hello? Of course. But she was like, I really appreciate that you do that for me, but you don't have to do that. Like, it's okay. You can take the position. So then I kept it. But that's not because someone else needed more. That's because I was being loyal to my friend. So I'm going to be neutral about it because I don't really know. You struggle with deadlines. Mm, with making my own deadlines, stick it to my own deadlines, kind of. But, like, if someone else gives me a deadline, no. I would also disagree with this one. Okay, you feel confident that things will work out for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning how to grow confidence in that because, like, yes, uh, one door may close, but another one will open because I just have to have faith in God. So, I am, I do, I am getting, like, more. Like, some, I will have my, like, month of struggle, but I'll overcome it eventually. All right, I'm putting my gender. 
which I put for the gender. Just kidding. <laughs> um, your gender is optional, so I put this will determine your avatar. So I picked female, and now let's see my results. Dun 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 dun. Dremel bleeds. This is the same one I get every single time. <laughs> I literally I remember this one specifically. I am NFJT. Is this the one that's like the rarest one? Um, this is gonna end up being about an hour. I said I was gonna cut it short, but I didn't. Okay, so my mind is 46% extroverted, 54% introverted. That's accurate. This trace determines how we interact with our environment. Energy. I'm 56 intuitive, 44% observant. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. Intuitive. Interesting. Nature. I'm 67%. <laughs> I'm 67% feeling, 33% thinking. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Yeah. I, I feel all my emotions. Good and bad. I feel all. Okay. Um, tactics. 68%. <laughs> oh my god. 68% judging, 32% prospecting. This trait reflects our approach to work planning. Oh, planning and decision making. Oh, okay. So wait, no. I thought it meant judging as in like I'm being judgmental. I was like, damn, okay, I gotta work on that. But no, that means like planning and decision making. Okay. Alright, that's yeah, okay, I can see that. Identity. Um 65% turbulent, 35% assertive. This trait underline underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. Yeah, I do be lacking confidence sometimes, and I gotta, like, I recently have been like, I'm a good writer. I know that. Um, copy of your results? Sure. I, before we make, move to your profile, we'll to email. Yes, email me. I'm emailing myself my results, because I actually do want to, like, keep a note of this. Um, 10 results. Cool. All right, start reading. I'm gonna read my profile. I'm not gonna read them all, but, um, I'm the advocate my personality is an advocate um i get the same one is this i was about to say that is not a girl avatar but that's uh, my girl avatars over here um okay so um i'm gonna go to the bottom where it talks about the celebrities because yeah i get the same ones every time um i have the same personality trait as martin luther king <laughs> nelson mandela mother Teresa, marie kondo i love that love marie kondo lady gaga interesting Nicole Kidman, I don't know who that is. Morgan Freeman, okay. Gueth, I don't know who that is. Jon Snow, I, I never watched Game of Thrones. James Wilson, House MD, I've never watched that show. Aragon, The Lord of the Rings, I've never watched that. Galadriel, I've never, I'm pronouncing that wrong. Probably, I'm sorry, Lord of the Rings, I've never watched that. Tom Kirkman, I've never watched that. Whatever that is. Rose, Rose from Titanic, the one that let J Jack die. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah. Um, Rose Buck Bacator. At least I'm rich. Um, Desmond Hugh. I don't know what it is. The Demons Cateers. Michael Scofield from Prison Break. I never watched that. Atticus Finch from The Killer Mockingbird. Okay. I can, I can, I can respect that. I can respect that. Um, Matthew. Okay, that's it. Okay. Um, alright, alright. Okay. I kind of like that. Yeah, my, my, um, celebrities are also Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther well, it didn't say Junior, but it says Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, um, Nelson Mandela, and Mother Teresa. I always get those. I get the same personality every time. So, I am an NF... N... N... Jesus. INFJT. Not... There's an INFJA and INFJT. What's the difference? Let's see. What's the difference? I'm curious. Um, while... Oh, assertive. Okay. Assertive INFJA and turbulent. So the A is just whether I'm assertive or turbulent. What is 
I don't know what turbulent means. Let's let's Google it. Turbulent definition. Um, let's see. Characterized by conflict, disorder, or confusion, not controlled or calm. Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Turbulence, like an airplane. Damn. <laughs> um. Damn. A turbulent personality. Let's see my personality. Um. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Turbulent individuals are success-driven, perfection. Jesus. Perfectionistic. Perfectionistic and eager to improve. They're always trying to counterbalance their self-doubts by achieving more. This is where they get freakishly out here because damn, that's true. Turbulent personality types tend to notice little problems and often do something about them before they become larger ones. I think that's kind of true. Okay, that's kind of accurate. Okay. All right. Okay, so now I know what turbulence. I didn't, I didn't process turbulent turbulence. Okay, now I know the difference. So I am... Okay, can I start reading? Um, no thanks. I already got a copy of mine. Okay, um, yeah. It says advocates are the rarest personality types of all. Still, advocates le leave their mark on the world. They have a deep sense of idealism and integrity, but they aren't idle dreamers. They take concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting impact. Advocates' unique combination of personality traits make them complex and quite versatile. For example, advocates can speak with great passion and conviction, especially when standing up for their ideals. That is true. As other times, however, they may choose to be soft-spoken and, under and understate. They prefer preferring to keep the peace rather than challenging others. Yeah, that is true. There are a lot of times I should have said something, but I was like, I don't want this person feeling this way because it depends on who it is. Certain people, I just shut up and just let them talk because I'm like, I'm not going to win this conversation, so it doesn't matter. Um, sitting up for what's right. Advocates genuinely strive to do what's right, and they want to help create a world where others do the right thing as well. That is true. People with this personality type may feel called to use their strengths, including creativity, imagination, and sensitivity, to uplift others and spread compassion. Yes, I really want to be a successful novelist because I want to bring awareness to issues that people don't like to talk about. Yes, concepts like Jesus, e what egalitarianism and karma can mean a great deal. Can mean a great deal to advocates. Is karma a Christian thing? I don't, know. I don't think so, but. Anyway, advocates may may see helping others as their purpose in life. They are troubled by injustice, and they typically care more about altruism than personal gain. As a result, advocates tend to step in when they see someone facing unfairness or hardship. That is true. If someone, if like someone's like saying something mean to my friends, and I'm there, and no one's standing up for them, I'm like, um, hello, hi, I'm here. I hate when people, um. Like, I really don't like it when, like, the, a person that I truly care about is, like, like, someone's treating them bad. I, like, ever since I was, like, little, like, I, I, I've had this since I was little where I, like, if you are treating someone I care about wrong, you are on my bad side and it'll take you a while to get off. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. I just processed what I, j wow. I'm not going to get into that. Jesus. Okay. Um. The cost of success, connecting with others and themselves. I don't know. I'm not going to get into all this. Let's see the strengths and weaknesses because it's already over 47 minutes. And I said it'll be under. It's not. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll just quickly do strengths. Creative. Insightful. Principled. Passionate. Altruitive. Now I was going to say my weaknesses. Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, the second one. Jesus. Okay. My weaknesses. <laughs> Sensitive to criticism. 
reluctant to open up, <laughs> perfectionistic, avoiding the ordinary, prone to burnout. <sighs> well, <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk about it. I'm gonna just move on. So now it says romantic relationships. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared for what it's going to say about my relationships because I have been single for the past five years. Um, okay, it says it could take time for advocates to find a compatible partner. Some people might think advocates are too choosy, and it's true that these personalities can have unrealistic expectations. Some advocates might hold out for a perfect partner or relationship that ultimately doesn't exist. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, advocates tend to recognize that love isn't a passionate emotion, but rather an opportunity to grow and learn, and they expect their partners to share their, this mindset. As a result, relationships with advocates are not for the un, uncommitted or the shallow. That is true. You can't be dating me just to have sex. Like, no, wait for marriage for that, buddy. Um, when it comes to intimacy, advocates can be incredibly passionate in ways that go beyond the physical. People with their personality type crave an emotion and even spiritual connection with their partner. Yeah, be a Christian, that'd be nice. Um, they cherish not just the act of being in a relationship, but also what it means to become one with another person in mind, body, and soul. I feel it's also like an aspect of Christianity. Like, you said, well, you're supposed to do that. Not a lot of people do that, but. Okay, I'm not going to get into other ones. It's like friendships. Um, searching for a heart of gold. Loyalty. Loyalty and authenticity. Yes, I am. I, if you are my friend, if I, if you're my real good friend, I'm going to be loyal to you until like, you really show me that why I shouldn't. Um, uh, yeah, once they do find genuine friends, people with the advocate personality type make loyal and caring companions. With their trademark warmth and enthusiasm, they support their friends' efforts to grow and expand their lives. In general, advocate personalities don't require a great deal of day-to-day -day attention from their friends. For them, quality trumps quantity, and that includes the time they spend with their nearest and dearest. Yeah, I love spending time with my friends even if we're just i could just be in their house and we'd be on our phones for three hours straight i don't care the fact that i'm really with you like the fact that you're in my presence is good enough for me like i i love that um okay so i'm not gonna read the rest of them like if there's a, there's a whole bunch of things okay maybe one more thing career paths let me see i it's, it's the same ones all the time but um i know it was say one of them was like being a writer or something like that because it's like creativity um two rows diver diverse and yellow wood um okay for this reason people with the advocate personality may feel fulfilled by seeking out leadership positions or by starting their own business by finding jobs that offer more uh, autonomy advocates can focus on applying their creativity and integrity to everything they do advocates may also find it gratifying to create bridges between seeming disparate professional fields for example by writing about psychology or being an environmental lawyer these hybrid careers can offer plenty of opportunities for advocates to exercise their creativity and their love of learning i do love learning i do i love the aspect of school and learning new things but high school really killed that <clears throat> they really killed my love for being in school and then college brought it back so yeah so that's my personality test it this took a lot longer than i thought it would it said it took 10 minutes but then i had my own chime ins of course but um yeah so yeah that's it for today's episode that was me taking my personality test i wanted to see what it was it's the same i've taken this test i think like three times maybe more maybe less but every time i get the exact same one my personality has not changed <laughs>
Um, like my mindset of myself has changed, but my personality stays the same, which I don't think is a bad thing because I don't think I have a bad personality. Like I'm pretty sure I'm a good person. I I have been toxic in my I I'm more aware now of how toxic I was to certain people in my past, and I'm just like, yeesh, like yikes! I I was I, I was angry. <laughs> I was angry. So we're not gonna get into that, but. Yeah, that was my personality test. If you, I think everyone should take this. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you should, like, worship this and be like, oh, this is what defines me. It's just a personality test. If it's, to me, it's not that deep. Like, it is accurate, but it's not that deep. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm this way because I'm an advocate personality, INFJT. Like, I'm not going to determine, like, my identity is not this personality trait. It's a personality. My personality is not my identity. So, my, my identity isn't Christian, isn't, isn't Christian, isn't Jesus Christ. But, like, I ain't gonna be like, oh yeah, like with uh, with like people with their signs. Oh yes, yeah, because I'm a Gemini. Like, also I'm not gonna talk about it, but Gemini's get a lot of hate, but whatever. <laughs> um, like I can acknowledge that it that this exists, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, like I mean, it does make sense why I do things, but I I'm not gonna idolize this. I, like I won't idolize it, you know. So there's a fine line between it. But yeah, so that's it for this to this episode. I want to do this little fun little thing. And yeah, if you. Like, want to maybe, if you want to hit the, the, hit the DMs, um, hit the pod, Jesus, okay, I'm, forget what I was going to say, I was going to say, like, if you want to take this personality test, you definitely should, it's 16personalities.com, or you can just Google 16 personality test, and then it'll pop up, and then you can take the test, and then you can, if you took this test after this podcast episode, if you know your results, you can, um, send your results to the, to the Instagram, to the podcast Instagram, which is random chats with Anna, and you could, um, DM me your results and we could talk about it we could chat about it I think it's really fun to do I always enjoy doing it like it was really fun for me to do for this like hour I didn't expect it to be an hour but it did but it's fun so yeah I know there's another one was like Enneagrams I could do that too maybe I'll do that in another podcast episode I'll do Enneagrams but yeah so I've done this test three times my same my personality has not changed but I have a good personality trait so it's it's fine but I feel like everyone every personality trait is good you know because it it's like it can be good it can be bad it depends on who you are as a person and how you make your personality be so with that being said that is it for the episode I hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you want to see me on my other social media platforms I just have my TikTok and my Instagram which is at Ananda Cash and then if you want to follow the um, podcast Instagram it is Random Chats with Anna and if you have any topics you want me to talk about, you can DM the Instagram or you can DM me personally. And yeah, I'm going to be consistent with YouTube and podcasting more because I have a bunch of videos planned out. And for the first time, I didn't schedule when I'm going to make what video and when I'm going to edit. I made a plan of when I'm going to film videos, but not what videos. Like I'm learning how to plan differently. And so this way, if I mess up, I won't fall into a spiral of being like, oh my gosh, I'm inconsistent. I shouldn't post anything for two months again. I'm doing better. I'm progressing. Progression. But yeah, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and you will hear from me next week. Bye.